now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Where are the boys on the other side of the state? West Palm Beach, 3-3 tie after nine innings. The, uh, the Twins having uh, probably a shorthanded uh, number of pitchers because they sent uh, two buses over there yesterday. Half of them stayed. One of them came back, and then they sent another bus load over today because they had two games over there in the West Palm-Jupiter area. Actually, this one was in Jupiter against the Cardinals. But uh, 3-3 after nine, that's it. Let's let's get on the bus and go back home. So no, They were supposed to. They they put out an edict before spring training started that they had you had to play 10 innings. You wouldn't play over 10 innings, and then it was a tie. But that's twice this year. It was tied after nine, and they said, to hell with it. We're done. So uh-huh. remember when we had Gene Mock, and he would always, he and Pedro Gomez over in Cocoa, Florida, would play an extra five after it was over to get their pitchers loosened up. And yep. you'd play nine, and then you'd have to sit around for another hour while they played five more innings. They don't do that anymore. So. Well, they figured they had nowhere else to go. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And you can smoke in the dugout then. Yep. What the hell? There was no hurry for Gino. Gene was at home. Yes, yeah, in the dugout. Right. Having a little heater, cupping it, uh, cupping it in a very professional manner. It was uh, it was pretty dang good. And that cocoa, man, that was a hole. Mm-hmm. That was a dump. Supposedly, that stadium was like that little ballpark with the wooden fences was in the jungle there. Mm-hmm. And they'd get the kids, the the. 10-year-old kids from the neighborhood to come over and go out in the outfield and stomp in the grass and chase the snakes back into the under the fence and into the jungle before nice. the game started. Do more so, teams train in Florida or Arizona? It's now tied, 15 oh, each. 15 and, each. And, uh, hell, I think at one point before they went before they added uh, the last two teams, it was 20 to 8 in Florida. Florida, Arizona had 8 and 20 and were over here, but everybody goes over there because of the convenience of travel. In, in Arizona? Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you went our, I mean, you can hit that traffic there and it can be a nightmare, but uh, as far as mileage, it's nothing's more than 25, 30 miles away. So. People forget that Florida is a big state. Yeah, oh, no. You know when you find that out when you're driving down here and you hit the Florida you hit the Florida border and you say, "Boy, I'm almost in Fort Myers." And then four and a half hours later, you're almost in Fort Myers. Well, it's 440 hours. miles long. Yes, yes it is. It's not that wide, but it's long. Yes, it is. Hey, now I thought you would ask me what kind of day it was here. No, I'm tired of you rubbing and it in. I was going to tell you that there isn't a, that it's a gorgeous day and there isn't a cloud between here and so I looked at the Ma- Gulf of Mexico because I wanted to be accurate, accurate uh, geographically. <laughs> I wanted to see what was straight west. Okay. Well, be Mexico. I, lo- I looked up the dry Tortugas and they're they're too south. They're down by Key, Key West. All right. S- have you ever heard of the Sigsby Deep? No. The Sigsby Deep comes up on the map, right? Yeah. The Sig it says on the you get the Gulf of Mexico map <laughs> and it is the it's a triangular area considerably of considerable length. The Sigsby Deep mm-hmm. is a roughly triangular basin that is the deepest part of the Gulf of Mexico. How deep is it? It was named for a uh, commander uh Charles Dwight Sigsby, mm-hmm. who uh, apparently found uh, found out how deep it is, but it's deep, Joe. Yeah, 
5,299 feet at its deepest. That's a mile did he deep. Have that, did he have so, that white and black, you know, disc, and he just kept unraveling the rope and his wrists were getting tired? I don't know. Yeah. But the Sig, Sigsby Abyss, Ab, okay. Abyssal Plane is the deepest and flattest sec, sector of the deep basin. So from now on, if you ask me how the weather is, I'll say there isn't a cloud behind here between here and the sigsby deep well you know what else you haven't done this year you haven't driven back from the tampa area and told us how the sun is shining <laughs> on the ocean over the uh, listening over the gulf yeah, i haven't been i don't know if i'm gonna get well that was when i used to just call you i'll call in though that was before i i made this right before double. that big orb plops into the drink <laughs> That's before. By the way, as I was waiting to come on the air, you would have loved it, Joe. We had quite the crow versus swallows showdown here. Really? We had we had to have like 30 crows circling, and they must have been trying. I don't know what they were trying to steal, but the swallows were all chasing them, and it was quite. It was it was like watching a dogfight in World War II. My money would have been on the crows. Well, but they're not as quick. Yeah, you know, they're not as quick. Maybe so not they, as nimble. They come out and try to drive them away, and uh, the, the little birds and the crows uh, circle around, and then they go land on top of the light towers and kind of talk to each other and say, okay, now what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. We, which, which one of the, where are we going to attack? Who's going to blink first? That's <laughs> right. Well, here's what we got to do. A bunch of us will start flying. Now they're all flying out in the other, in the, uh, in a easterly direction. But uh, some of them will stick around and try to sneak in when the uh, little birds aren't watching, I think. When will uh, Hammond Stadium rock with action again as soon as tomorrow? We have a home game tomorrow and then a road game Saturday and then a home game. But they're uh, they're well ahead of the curve as far as uh, having home games. So uh, they're going to have a lot of road games in March. By the way, yesterday, smallest crowd I think I've ever seen here in 28 years. Pat, that's what I was going to ask you because we were watching the, the Yankees and the Phillies play here. In Clearwater's a great ballpark, and there was nobody there. Uh, you know why? February. A little early, yeah. It's Where's February. Clearwater? Is that up by Tampa? She's yes. north about, Gorgeous. what, two and a half hours? Great town. Great yeah. town. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a, Clearwater Beach is uh, fantastic, and the Phillies ballpark is tremendous. But they, uh, by starting spring training this early, well, I looked up something on when Sano got hurt, when Sano uh, uh, made that throw and had to undergo Tommy John surgery, mm-hmm. that was on February 28th, and they had their first exhibition game the next day. Hmm. And they've already had uh, basically a week of games this year because they're starting a week early, and they're leaving a week early, and that is going to have a, a negative att- uh, impact on Florida attendance because people get down here, you know, March 10th and hang around for a couple of weeks and, uh, you know, end of March, second half of March, and uh, they'll be gone by then. And the February has never drawn well down here, but yesterday they announced 3,200, and I'm not sure that many people were here. Pat, the Gopher basketball season is mercifully concluded. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, you could see that some of our fellas, uh, Nate Mason, apparently his last game ever, he had the flu, <laughs> he had a bad hip, he had everything. He tried, but his heart wasn't in it. Jordan Murphy's heart wasn't in it. You could see the deep in their 
souls. They just wanted it to be over with. Didn't you feel that way, Reavers? Well, but I, you know, I was following Gopher Hole on Twitter, and they said they control their own destiny. Five more wins, and we're in the dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love the commitment of Gopher Hole. I don't care what anybody else says. Yeah, they are yeah, dedicated yeah. to it. Yeah. But what I couldn't figure out, Pat, I had I had two observations from the game last night. And I've been watching this team my entire life. But how, in God's name, were Kanate and Jeju still on the roster? Because they just can't play. Well, and they, number two, they wouldn't leave. You know, that's they were true. Stu- they came. They were two of those rare guys who came here. Uh, you know, with African backgrounds, and guess what? They wanted an education. Yeah. They didn't leave. They, they didn't refused leave. to be run off. And how was Isaiah Washington, Mister Basketball, in New York? Was it that bad? Were there, was there not know. that? Was it that devoid oh, of talent? Last night on Gopher Hole, I looked a little. They were absolutely thrilled by Isaiah. He makes some of the dumbest <laughs> mistakes though during the course not of a game. Exactly a shooter either is no. He? But uh, anyway. They yeah, almost made it to March, Pat. They were just a couple yep. hours away from making it to Boy, March. Boy, uh, the, the first day of the Big Ten tournament de- definitely had <laughs> Madison Square Garden rocking, too. Did you see the photo yes. before the tip-off of Illinois and Iowa? <laughs> Honest to God, Joe, a consolation game in the... In a in a tournament in uh, Bawabic would draw more people Isn't than that, that something. Game did. There were more people at St. Paul United's consolation championship game at <laughs> oh, Ritter well, Arena yes. than there was at that basketball game. Right, right, we today. feel represented here. Yeah. You represent, baby. Represent. <laughs> I got a. How'd big... you win? Did you win the world championship of consolation hockey? Oh, uh, we did. Okay. We were. Uh, we are uh, state A. Consolation champs. They give you a trophy for that, baby. Yeah, that one's okay. You lose the first one, then you win out. You know, you should get maybe something. Okay, I got a baseball question for you to break down when we come back. All righty. All right, break it down. Pat. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Is the difference between this spring camp and last year's spring camp the number of jobs that are up for grabs? Uh, No, not really. There's very few up for grabs. But were there last year? Among the position players. Ah, We thought so, but uh, they pretty much had their mind made up. Last spring, you remember, the hero of spring was Hope Park. We we were writing about how his swing looked better and everything looked better. And these guys, all the analytic guys that they had working for him said, ah, he can't hit in the big leagues. Turned out they were right because he couldn't hit in AAA. But uh, last year, mm, they pretty much uh, they, 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 they figured out a way to keep this Adrianza because he got hurt because they'd taken him. They would have had to put him back on waivers, and that turned out to be a good decision. So they put him on the disabled list to start the year. But uh, they, they don't make a lot of dec- They might make some, a couple of pitching decisions this spring based on what they see, but they don't make many decisions anymore based on what they see in spring training. They have, okay. a, pretty, what's, they have a pretty dang good idea who they're going to keep right what's now. What's the starting lineup if, if the season opened tomorrow? Well, Castro's your catcher, Maurer's your first baseman, uh, Dozier's your second baseman, shortstop Polanco. Uh, if Miguel is uh, not suspended or anything, he'll be playing third base in the outfield. will be 
Kepler, Rosario, Buxton, and uh, Logan Morrison, the new guy, will be the DH. Now, that's a very left-handed lineup, so they're going to have to uh, figure out uh, a couple of right-handed hitters who can play for a couple of those lefties. Robbie Grossman might stay. But Mitch Garver, who was going to be the new backup catcher and a right-handed hitter, tweaked his knee yesterday mm-hmm. and uh, was back here today getting an MRI, and we'll probably know tomorrow if anything's wrong with him. And if he... Ends up uh, going on the, you know, need, needing some kind of minor surgery or goes on the DL. Uh, they they got a veteran catcher, a guy named, they let that Jimenez go. They got a better bet, veteran catcher in the uh, in here, a guy named Bobby Wilson. And Joe, he's been around forever. And this is what a catcher should look like. He he's looks about like he's got the five look. foot ten. He's taking a lot of balls off the helmet, and uh, and he just looks like a catcher, and he is a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just see him walking. He, he walks into conversations and says weird stuff, and he's been around forever. Uh, he's not on the uh, 40-man list right now. They'd have to put him on there, but he's the... He's the third catcher, but there aren't there aren't a they're gonna got a couple of pitching decisions to make, but there aren't a lot of. Uh, That's good like to his. hear. The, the backup catcher needs to be in charge of hijinks. Also, that needs to oh, be yeah. a number one number oh, one yeah. job description. Yeah, he, there was like four or five of us reporters talking down there the other day, and and I don't think he'd even been introduced to any of us, and he just started wandering right over and started giving <laughs> us all bleep. <laughs> now, does he have a shot at all? Well, if Garver's hurt, yeah, okay, he'll he'll be the yeah he's the only other catcher in here. He's not on the roster right now, but they he they brought him in as a bet. Either if Garver played lousy this spring, or if one of the other catchers got hurt, he uh, he's, he's he'd end up probably going to Rochester if if uh, and hanging around for a month or so to see if they need him up in the big leagues. But he's he's one of those lifers. You're 31, 32 years old. Been with a bunch of different clubs. Been in the big leagues quite a bit. So all right, uh, but definitely wow. the old time catcher body man. Wild at Phoenix tonight. That should be a victory for their sixth straight. I would think so, yeah. the way they're playing, man. Hey, I got to go back, though, to uh, the Twins. Yeah. Uh, Logan Morrison yesterday, he used uh, a phrase that apparently the young folks are using that I didn't know what he was talking about. Jake Odorizzi, the pitcher, mm-hmm. his buddy. He First he said he calls, he calls him uh, average white uh, right, a- AVR. He calls him AVR, average white righty. But uh, he's. But he also has said he's got the dad bod. Okay, what's that? Reavers. That's, that's, well, you're looking at him. That's that's me, that's, baby. Yeah. That so a dad bod is what you you used to be in shape, but now you aren't. Anymore, now you look like Reavers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You look like Kenny. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, because he you know the kind of he threw it out, and all the guys under fifty laughed. Yeah, I didn't know what the hell. Roycey, I am so happy with my gut these days that that I walk around holding it with both hands, kind of of jiggling it, lifting it up, and I'm really, really comfortable with this big old belly. I I really. What if somebody calls up and wants you to uh, wants to pay you to lose weight? Will you do it again? No, hell no. Now you're you're done with that. I'm finally happy with myself. The first time in fifty two (laughs) years.
<laughs> did did the big sexy have the dad bod or was he just huge? I just think he's a big man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he was ever. The theory is you used to be kind of in shape and yes. now you aren't. Yeah, and, and, you, you and you're kind of. Oh, he's got a couple of kids. Okay, he's got the dad bod. But Oda is he's skinnier now, but he doesn't have any muscles. He I has suppose. no muscles. Yeah, that's he has... what he's making fun exactly. of. Exactly. Then you got to wear the dad jeans. Right. Yeah. You know they yeah, got the, the extra room. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah, and then you got to wear the dad shorts. That Have you ever seen goes. the uh, pregnant jeans that women wear in the front? It's just a big strap of elastic. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I want a pair of those. Yeah, those are neat. <laughs> you can, you pull can eat them all you want. You can pull them up to your <laughs> yeah, bosoms. Yeah. It's, I want a so pair awesome. of those. <laughs> so I awesome. continue to insist the worst thing that ever happened in American toggery is pregnant women wearing these tight things over their stomachs oh you go are, back to wearing the moo-moos you damn it. are old yes that, i want them to cover up and be embarrassed damn it that, <laughs> that big belly is erotic patrick <laughs> don't get them started uh, either oh over God. here doesn't do it for me man i don't think so uh, we want them to you know come on Come on, we'll go to the pregnant store and get the old-time smocks and stuff. You know what? You don't want to leave any doubt. <laughs> no. <Do you? laughs> well, no, they're not leaving any doubt when they walk around with these tight-fitting shirts at the state fair. It's they, disgusting. They make it difficult to play pregnant or not. <laughs> right. So, Which we'll never play. Right, right. So I'm guessing you're against them wearing bikinis on the beach then with that big protruding belly. I, I don't know. I, I've never had to put up with that. I haven't seen that. So. He doesn't go for long walks on the beach yet. <laughs> no. no. How about, Pat, that. we get you a nice form-fitting maternity set. We get those for the fair. The Ride with Royce maternity form-fitting set. How you should look. Yeah. yeah. How this is how, when, when, a pregnant, <laughs> when a pregnant woman comes back. Why don't we have Ricey Moo Moo's and we'll give away one a free every day. When just just those because plastic, I think yeah. you're pregnant, you win. Yeah. <laughs> Ricey, how have you not been protested? How, how come there's not 800 people right outside your door right now with signs? I, well, I, I could explain it, but uh, it probably wouldn't go over too Sports well. Talk will return <laughs> in just a moment. People connected to the station. But now, thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal in Your Money Now. And what's left of it, as you like yeah. to say, what stocks happened? Stocks were sharply lower early today, and then the losses accelerated after President Trump said he would impose tariffs on steel and aluminum imports. That raised concerns about protectionist trade policies that could hurt U.S. corporations. The Dow Jones Industrial Average ended up dropping 420 points, closing at 24,608. The Nasdaq Composite fell 92 points, and the S&P 500 lost 36. Kohl's has had discussions with Amazon about expanding their partnership. Kohl's has added Amazon shops to a limited number of stores and has been accepting returns of Amazon products at a handful of stores since the holiday season. Kohl's chief executive said the company needs a little more time to draw conclusions since the program has been in place for just a short time. And Twitter has launched its bookmarks feature, which has been in testing since late last year. A desire to save content for later reading is something people have been asking for because of how much news circulates across Twitter. 
I'm Bruce Vale with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, Bruce, we're going to let you go. We've got a little drama here we can talk about on the freeways. Uh, this report sponsored by Walgreens. And uh, we'll start that drama up in lovable, livable Shoreview. Um, we have a crash on the right shoulder westbound 694 at Lexington, and that's why traffic is slowing at Rice. But that's nothing compared to what's going on prior to Silver Lake Road. It's a house. On the right shoulder, yes, a house. Uh, so traffic uh, jamming prior to 35W. You have at least 15 minutes, 35E over to W with 15 more W to 100. Oh, in downtown Minneapolis, some douche rear-ended a tow truck, a northbound 35W in the 50-mile-per-hour uh, curve prior to Washington. So big drama there. Walgreens is here for all your diabetes needs. Stop by today and consult with your pharmacist and get trusted advice and tips about your diabetes medication and testing supplies. Let's just listen to this song. God, I love this. Seriously? Oh my God, yeah. Hey, Kenny. Uncle Tupelo, the original band, which was much better than the two bands that spawned out of Sure, this isn't Sunvolt. I think it's no, Sunvolt. No, what I'm trying to say is listen. Uncle Tupelo is the band that Sunvolt oh, I got came from. Yeah. And, and Uncle Wilco. Tupelo and, and Uncle Tupelo far better than those two bands. <laughs> well, wasn't that one of Van Morrison's uncle, Uncle Tupelo Honey? <laughs> <laughs> was that, that Patrick, you had a question. Go ahead, please. <laughs> no, I did have a question to answer your earlier question, uh, Kenny. It, it's kinda like when I was writing at the St. Paul Dispatch when yeah. I first you yeah. could just throw atom bombs and it didn't make <laughs> kind of same <laughs> some, thing here. Some guy yeah. some twin might get a get a note in the mail about five days later and yeah. say, Did I write that? That's the Harrigan mantra too in the morning when I screw up the timing and I'm two seconds late or two seconds early or whatever and I'm fretting over it off the air. Dave's a re very reassuring and telling me that don't worry, nobody heard it. <laughs> We laugh, but it hurts. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, does. Does. it does. Deep it hurts. <laughs> it's sunny and 40 degrees. Twins played the Cardinals this afternoon. They played to a 3-3 three to three tie in nine innings. Uh, Aaron Rianza, he uh, had two hits, a couple RBIs yesterday. Did the same thing today. Two for three with a home run and two home RBIs. Today, huh? yeah. He's, uh, he's going to be their spare outfielder, I think. He's going to be their spare corner outfielder and second backup in the infield. They will play Toronto tomorrow. Timberwolves on the. You know what I don't like about that guy? His first name, E H I R E. I can't pronounce it. A Ray. What? Just think A Ray. A Ray. A Ray. So I, I had to phonetically spell it. A Ray better not be in that trunk. A <laughs> Ray. It's pig Latin. He's in the news, by the way, isn't he? Did yeah, he yeah he's yeah. decided not to uh, try to get the custody of the child afterwards. <laughs> or after all. The child that was delivered by the woman he had killed. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Timberwolves on the road, staying out on the West Coast with a game against Portland tonight in the wild. Uh, they're in Arizona to play the Coyotes. If there Seattle more... gets a hockey team, won't that be an unbalanced uh, situation? No, that'll be a balanced situation. Oh, they're at 31 right now, now? There's 16 in the East and 15 in the West. Uh-huh. There will be more Minnesota fans at the game tonight in Phoenix, all the Minnesota Snowbirds, then there will be Coyote fans. We can't take another expansion like that. Come on. The uh, letter of intent has been signed by the rich guys. In and Dallas, for what? In, uh, 700 Seattle. million. Something like that. Jeez. <laughs>
News notes from today. Democratic lawmakers and proponents of stronger gun laws say their efforts aren't over. Republicans today put a stop to a pair of bills seeking to expand background checks and temporary restrictions for gun owners by a court order. Those measures were tabled by Republicans who control the House. St. Paul Rep. David Pinto told reporters after the House Public Safety Committee meeting that he does plan to tweak his bills in hopes of getting another hearing. Hundreds of citizens on both sides of the issue flooded the Capitol to rally support or opposition for the legislation. The GOP Majority Public Safety Committee tabled both bills with opponents questioning whether it would be effective. Democratic State Rep. Jason Metza is entering the race to replace Rick Nolan in Congress. Metza announced his campaign this morning for northeastern Minnesota's massive 8th Congressional District. The third-term lawmaker is just the latest Democrat to enter the race. Former FBI counterterrorism analyst Leah Pfeiffer already in the race. Former State Representative Joe Radinovich, North Branch Mayor Kirsten Hagen-Kennedy, and longtime Duluth News anchor Michelle Lee have launched campaign. The guy with the hair, is he running for the Republican? He, w- he will uh, not run, he announced yesterday. The guy with the hair. He got a haircut. Stewie. He also has Stewie. Stewie. He got a haircut. Stewie, Stewie the guy with the, the flavor. That's, you can't get elected on a range with hair like that. Well, he, so had, no he cut he it a, a couple of years ago. Pat, yeah, he's got oh, a haircut a long time ago. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't <laughs> trust him. I don't trust him. No. <laughs> Sounds like a bunch of guys on the range from uh, Misabi. I don't no. trust the hair. Hey, what's with the hair there, pal? He's fiscally <laughs> conservative, but look at that hair. we got to vote for the Democrat. He cuts his hair. Cut your hair. Stop showing your pregnant well, belly. Well, it isn't. It was being long. It was so foo-foo. That, uh, it looks like he just ate salmon from a wood plank that was on <laughs> yes, a grill. It does. It does. Yeah, that's Falling in from someplace yeah, special. That's very just plain old sockeye. It Some looks like special kind of salmon. Very fresh salmon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why not the stuff that's been at You know, doesn't even like walleye. Pickled Northern, he turned his nose up. Right. Well. <laughs> White House Chief of Staff John Kelly uh, joking, we think, about his job. He was at a celebration for the Department of Homeland Security's 15th anniversary. Remember, he was in charge of that department before he became Donald Trump's Chief of Staff. He told the employees of DHS, truly at six months, the last thing I wanted to do was walk away from one of the great honors of my life, being the Secretary of Homeland Security, but I guess I did something wrong and God punished me. <laughs> yeah. He can be funny, but sometimes the trumpeter doesn't think that stuff's funny. Uh, Kelly, who was supposed to settle the chaos in the West Wing, has proven unable to uh, calm the storm. Events appear to be popping up daily that are causing what pundits on both sides are call, uh, still calling chaos. Why did he call Sessions Mr. Magoo? Uh, that's apparently Donald Trump's nickname for, for uh, Jeff Sessions. And it based on that he can't see anything? or what? Uh, Yeah, and he has the, yeah. the kind of weird facial features. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to be right. rude and uh, not okay. nice. But the little guy Saturday Night Live uses to play him. They, he can hide in a cabinet and <laughs> <laughs> sit on a bookshelf like an elf. <laughs> <laughs> The only male northern white rhino left in the world is sick. Oh, no. 45-year-old rhino named Sudan was diagnosed with an infection in his right leg last year, which has since worsened. A rhino, who's the last hope for the species to continue, has lived at the Conservancy with two younger female counterparts since 2009. They are, they are in fact, the only three northern white rhinos left in the world. They want and nothing to do with them, huh? He yeah. can't give him not get him knocked up. That's uh, correct. Nothing is happening. They're into each other, not him. 
Uh, even with the attention and care he's getting, the caretakers are increasingly concerned about his continuously declining health. Come on, old buddy, just one more time. <laughs> right. I'm so, not a rhino guy. They don't do Can't much somebody me. collect the sperm? Well, that's uh, the in vitro yeah. process. Who wants that job? Not, I got uh, it all warmed up and then all of a sudden pow at once. I'm going to be sick that day. I don't <laughs> want that job. <laughs> right. yeah. We don't have a rhino. Right. I'm going to up and quit. <laughs> Scientists hope to save the northern white rhino from extinction by using... Hey, I'm on break, but John wants to see it back by the rhinos. By using southern white rhinos as surrogates Bring to some carry. gloves. I got a chess tournament this weekend. Right, yeah. the, uh, Maybe some tarps. Yeah. The NBA... They're mean bastards, I'll tell you that. Rhinos? Especially when you're collecting. Right, yeah. 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 You think don't, they'd be a little more laid that. back. No. Yeah, right. Not at all. At least They're you could terrible. do is kiss it behind the ear. <laughs> at least you could explain it. If you could just explain to the girls, listen, listen. if you don't do this, yeah. there's going to be none of you left, okay? Right. Help a yeah. guy out. That, that never worked for me, Pat. Right. Help a guy out. <laughs> honey, it's down to us. <laughs> this we're, is God's plan, honey. All these people <laughs> what is all these rhinos? What is this animal? <laughs> A group of French lawmakers wants a fine of at least 90 euros, the equivalent of $110, for people caught making sexist cat calls. As President Emmanuel Macron's government prepares a sweeping new law targeting sexual harassment. The five lawmakers submitted proposals to the government that included a fine for comments, behavior, or pressure of a sexist or sexual character that's degrading, humiliating, intimidating, hostile, or offensive. Details of how they would enforce that, though, are unclear. The state secretary for women's rights, Marlene Schiappa, suggested a fine last year. She's among government members preparing the harassment bill. Macron's centrist government will give the government the results of a nationwide survey seeking proposals from the public on ways to fight. What country sexism. was this, John? That is France, Kenny. Yeah, that, that, that kind of stuff doesn't happen in the good U, U.S. of A., right? <laughs> yeah, right. of course not. Thirty-two-year-old. Maybe, uh, maybe Stuart Mills with that hair could get that white rhino worked up. What? Maybe we could just prance around in front of them. No. Yeah, right. No. Maybe no. Could, you know, and then we could collect it. Well, well that'd be a male and male. I John, John, yeah, never yeah. mind. Could you please save me here, John? He's suffering from dementia or something. I wanted to make a steward joke. It didn't work. Give me that microphone, you little creep. If Rookie doesn't die before the end of the show, it'll be a miracle. All right, I've got some traffic I want to talk to you about. First one is northbound 35W running very slow, very ugly from 38th into downtown Minneapolis. He walked on the ramp. It's yeah, due to that. All over it. Will you shut up? <laughs> My God. It's Take due that to that orchestra down. No, leave it up. You shut up, too. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. Oh, my God. Can I just do the traffic, you no, ass you faces? All right. It's due, this jam on Northbound W in, the, uh, in South Minneapolis is due to this wreck in the downtown commons. A guy rear-ended a tow truck, so we're going to see ugly delays there. The other one is this house parked on the right shoulder of westbound 694, Prior to Silver Lake Road, that's why Westbound 690. A whole house? Oh my God! <laughs> Seriously, that's why Westbound 690. Fish house, ice house. That's why Westbound 694 jams at Lexington due to a house on the right shoulder, a Grandpa. Whole house, a whole house. Just, just watch the bobber, Grandpa. I think I got a bite. Just eat your bread and watch the bobber. <laughs> 
good ramp. You would have walked all over that, what's, too, because so many interruptions. What's really funny is uh, the oh. off portion of the show where we went oh on the air God. was just like that. Kenny was yelling at everybody in here. So that just Pat, there's a over. house on the freeway. You, you know what their idea of producing a show is? Watching a Snoop Dogg video. Yeah. I was trying to see if he did rhinos at all. No rhinos. A Russian man who tried to rob a hair salon ended up as the victim when the female shop owner overpowered him, tied him up, made him naked, and used him as a sex slave for three days. (laughs) Three days? Olga and the poor criminal? How'd you know her name was Olga? Well, she's from Russia. 32-year-old Victor (laughs) Jasinski admitted to police he had gone to the salon in Meshchovask, Russia, with the intent of robbing it. I'm picturing a broad that looks like the crusher <laughs> from the, from the oh, AWA yeah. days. A Polish discus thrower. Yes. The tables were turned dramatically when he found himself overcome by owner Olga Zajak, who oh, happened yeah. to be a black belt in karate. She allegedly floored the would-be robber with a single kick uh, and then took him to a back room of the salon, tied him up with hairdryer cable. I drank I a keg of beer every day for training. <laughs> she allegedly stripped him naked for the next three days, used him as a sex slave to teach him a lesson, force-feeding him Viagra to keep the lesson going. <laughs> wow. That's a nasty hair salon. <laughs> Olga finally released the would-be robber, saying he had learned his lesson. <laughs> I mean, she must keep the Viagra and inventory. That's a good point. Good point. He, he crawled out of there on all fours. They now have a world record for appointments being set. Yeah. Some old crab with a face that would stop a clock. She's now getting robbed twice a day. Jasinski right. <laughs> went straight to the police and told them of his backroom ordeal, saying he had been held hostage, handcuffed naked to a radiator, given nothing to eat except Viagra. Both have now been arrested. And the cops said, are you complaining or are you here to tell everybody? Stop bragging, pal. <laughs> when police arrived to question Olga Zajak, she said, what a bastard. Yes, we had sex a couple of times, but I bought him new jeans, gave him food, and gave him 1,000 rubles. He got new ru- jeans out of the deal? 1,000 rubles. Oh, she left. paid him off. Yeah, she was so. very generous. What? Yeah. A, I agree with her. What a whiner. <laughs> In Maine, two friars say they're closing down their longtime bakery. They're going to open up a brewery. What do you mean, friars? Uh, they are uh, like friar talk. Fra- Franciscan, oh, Franciscan monks. brothers. Yeah. Franciscan mm-hmm. brothers. All right. The bang- tubby guys. The Bangor Daily News reports Friars Bakehouse in Bangor will close this Friday after more than 18 years. Franciscan brothers Donald Paul and Kenneth Leo say they plan to open their new venture, the prior, uh, Friars Brewhouse Tap Room. This month, what haircut are you seeing? Uh, they yeah. got the the, the bowl cut yeah. with the uh, yeah. with the, the bald spot, uh, spot. cue ball on top. I've seen the guy. I've seen the guy in Robin Hood, the yeah. fat guy yeah. in Robin Hood, Friar yeah. Tuck. Yeah. Got the rope belt, the whole deal. Yeah. Where if you look like that, you get the calling. Yes. The sandals. You got to have the sandals. Right. The rope belt that yeah. kind of hangs down a little bit. I covered the rope oh, belt. Did you? Okay. Yeah. The two actually began selling homebrew beer back in 2013 and had been considering opening a separate business to highlight their brews for the past six years. You guys ever watch the uh, Letterman thing on Netflix, his new little show? No. He just had Clooney on, and this, this uh, 
uh, is it a vodka or tequila? It's a tequila. 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 Yeah. Just Casamigos. Literally stumbled into it, just having some fun, him and a few buddies making their own tequila. The next thing you know, he's a triple billionaire from selling the company. Just absolutely stumbled into it. Do you, yeah, and yeah. it's a, it's an amazing story. Yeah. Do you know why really he's, tequila. Do you know why he started doing it? Him yeah, and his buddies? Yeah, because they just wanted to try different tequilas for their own little private club well, down there. The way that cuz we had Rook and I had the guy on and they wanted a specific kind and they wouldn't ship it to whatever island he owned right. in whatever part of Mexico. Like right. You're Clooney. You're that cool that you can just start. So they flew around and traveled right. looking for different flavors of tequila and finally found one and went with yeah. it. Yeah, It's just amazing. And depressing. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In Bonita Beach, Florida, authorities are looking for help. Ooh, identify very close to us here, Joe. Well, watch mm-hmm. out for this guy, okay? okay. Uh, he, uh, you tried to rob a 7-Eleven clerk. By pointing his finger at her. No. Oh, he had a gub. <laughs> he demanded <laughs> demanded cash, saying it was a stick-up Wednesday morning before leaving empty-handed. Uh, Happened around 2 in the morning at the store on Bonita Beach Road. According to Southwest Florida Crime Stoppers, the man walked into the store with a red shirt covering his face and approached the clerk with a pointed finger. He said, he said it was a stick-up and demanded all the cash from the register. The clerk, of course, refused, and the man mm. just left the Did store. You? You got you got anything else there to to frighten me, buddy? See, because if you if you have the red handkerchief over your thumb extended up and your pointer finger out, most yeah. people know that that's not how a handgun looks these days. <laughs> you really got to shorten up that thumb in order right. for it to make it look yes. accurate. Yes, the man uh, is still being looked for by police, described as in his early twenties, five foot eight and one hundred sixty five pounds. Oddly enough, that's how all the guys are. That's what they're doing with the uh, salon in back. They just have their finger as a gun and say, "This is a stick up. Should I go in back?" <laughs> uh, would you like to drink early in the morning? No. How about no. enjoy some free pizza? Nope. Vancouver Police Department, if you should happen to want to do that, is looking for you. They want volunteers to get drunk on their dime in order to train new recruits on how to conduct sobriety tests. The request is contained in an email recently sent to select members of the police department's Block Watch Neighborhood Watch Program. One of the greatest episodes of WKRP ever. Uh, they, all the guys at the station took the test by the cops, and the more Johnny Fever drank, the better he got. <laughs> <laughs> better his reflexes were. <laughs> Uh, they need 8 to 10 volunteers. The volunteers would need to drink a few shots of hard liquor, no beer or wine, the email stresses, and then finish up three sobriety tests, a simple eye examination, a walk and turn test, and a one-leg stand test. After a few hours of testing and a free pizza lunch, volunteers would then be driven home around 4 in the afternoon. They'd all have to sign a waiver promising not to drive the rest of the day. Gentlemen, they are putting out the batting cage for tomorrow's morning's BP. That is getting ahead of the game, wow. isn't it? The yeah. fellas, that's, you're going to have it there all night. Is there some type of party going on tonight that they're trying to prepare for ahead of time? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Pat, they're playing the uh, championships down in uh, Texas. I'm sorry, in Mexico. Yes. What oh. a good-looking course. Yes, it is. Of course, it, they were it, there last year, too, weren't they? What part the of ball, Mexico? And Mexico the ball City. carries oh. because of the lot of heightitude there, too. So the ball carries a heightitude. long Yep, yeah. they got okay. that going. All right, just a moment. What do you got coming up, Patrick? 
Oh, we're action-packed. Matthew Collar uh, giving us a report from the NFL Combine, uh, where uh, Coach Zimmer was uh, rather controversial today. And uh, Jerry Zagoda out uh, with the Timberwolves in uh, in Portland, where they uh, continue to try to win games without Jimmy Butler. And then Chip Scoggins back from the Olympics. Uh, we will discuss uh, all matters Minnesota sports. You know what's nifty about Collar being at the Combine? What's that? He would actually enjoy it. Oh, yeah. He I mean, he'll get the, into it. He cranks out the copy. There's no doubt about it. That kid knows his... Football. Oh yeah, he can talk the language. Football. He can talk about he can talk about high point in the ball and all that good I stuff. I think he can. I think he yes, can. Sir. And then uh, who plays tomorrow at Hammond Stadium? Ah, uh, boy, I don't know who they play, but the well, Twins will play. I got somebody. it right here. We're I, I don't pay much attention to who they're playing. You know, Toronto. Oh, okay. Well, uh, good. They got some uh, some buddies of mine cover the Blue Jays. So all right. Able to say, hey, hey, ho, how you doing? 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's uh, We're going to go with 39 degrees, if that's okay. 